0: in action this weekend, both the men and the women. Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. New Welsh coach Wayne is expecting quite a spectacle in Wales
1: face the barbarians. You know, we've got the roof closed, so uh, we should have good conditions and no excuse for us not to get uh, plenty of ball into those wide channels when we get the opportunity.
2: Second row Jake Ball's enjoying being back in camp after the World Cup. Great trip, nice to be back, in, back into the 14th. So. New faces floating around, obviously uh, a massive freshness to it as well, which has been good. While Wales women's outside half Helena Snussell is delighted to be part
0: of Welsh rugby history.
3: Barberas came in, smashed every sort of preconception there was. Put the women and the men together, you know, did functions together and all that, and all of a sudden now you see other unions starting to do it.
0: She played for the Barbarians when they took on England for the first time. Now she's playing against them for Wales. We'll hear much more in both games, but let's do it in the order they're being played at the Principality Stadium on Saturday, and start with the women. So let's hear from new Captain Shun Lilikrupp and first one of the coaching team, Chris Horsman. Historic
4: occasion. Anytime as a player or as a coach you're involved in this fixture, it's it's a fantastic opportunity. But obviously where it fits with us at the moment within our programme in terms of what we're doing, yes, it is a big occasion. And, you know, we've spoken to the girls and we've spoken as coaches that that's where we want to be heading. We want to be playing in big and pressurised situations and great that we've got that this weekend. But I think more importantly where it fits in with the Autumn Series in terms of what that means for us as a group and uh, obviously the word us is very important it's the the language we've been using as players and staff that as a group we have clear objectives and uh, this game falls into it but I think the big thing for me is the excitement around it it is historical and it's great that we're playing uh, with the men in the stadium and for me it's my first full international as a coach at the national stadium so you know we're all absolutely buzzing so we've all got our own individual sort of reasons why we're looking forward to it
5: we're really grateful for the opportunities that we've been given as a squad and to be able to represent our country in, in the national stadium of wales is a huge honor for us all we're excited for the occasion to play the same day as the men and everything in the build-up has been superb so um, the opportunity we've given we are really grateful for and we know we're now part of the performance department and we're on equal footing with some of the resources that we've been given and um, throughout this campaign you know, it has become hard, but a good hard. We want that, we want to test ourselves as players and as a squad and I think that's showing our results. So we're looking forward to tying everything together and ending a big accumulation on, on the Saturday.
4: So as long as we're performing, and it's a bit of a cliché in sport, you know, if you can perform, the result takes care of itself, but hopefully as a group we're starting to evidence that. So yes, it's like anything, even in a game, momentum is crucial period of 10 minutes can be the difference between winning and losing and that's something as a group we're trying to grow and understand so yeah it's been really pleasing the last three performances but I think the pleasing fact of those three performances because, you know, well the four performances really because I, I include Spain in it because that played a huge part of our journey is the fact that we have 14 new caps in that and six of those new caps are going to be uh, on the field starting on the bench on Saturday. So again, we're building momentum in lots of different ways. Yes, results are one of them, but I think strength in depth, building just in terms of that performance environment, the girls particularly are creating that momentum.
5: It's massive. We hope that um, the people come in early and support us. and It gives us an opportunity to show what we've been working towards over this campaign and for this campaign as well. So we're facing Rugby, I think. We've worked hard and I just want to re-emphasise the kind of unity in the team at the moment. You know, 14 new caps this campaign, and I think everyone of those caps has stepped up and left something in that jersey, and so we ask of, of any player, um, and that's credit to so all the guys who spoke about everything that's going on in the community, behind the scenes, giving players the opportunity to play at those levels. So um, to be able to step out onto that pitch is, is an honour in itself, and to do it on such an iconic and historic day you know, it's a big occasion for us, but certainly we, we want to prove that we've, we've come strides forwards this campaign as a collective, as players, as a team, and put on a good performance and hopefully the nation get behind us.
4: Opportunity. I think that's what the group want, and that's what the WIU are now providing for this, this group of players, not just from a lily level, but from a grassroots level. And I think that's as a player, whatever standard you play, and that's all you can ask for is, is an opportunity. I think looking at the sort of national team moving forward, again, it's just it's a constant journey. We talk about it just constantly closing that performance gap. You know, we have to be uniquely Welsh. You know, we don't want to imitate, we don't want to copy, we want to be a reflection of ourselves, our strengths what we represent as a, as, as a nation. So, and then within those opportunities, just making sure that as staff, whether it's medical, S&C, coaching, analysis, that we are just allowing those, the players to discover and improve.
5: We're not going to change our, our thinking and our kind of drive and our performance standards for that. You know, Hopefully we'll play some exciting rugby, and I'm confident that we will. But with regards to how we play and everything that we've done in training, that doesn't go out the window at all this week. Everything, everything's the same. You know, when we look back on our performances, and um, we've built week on week, and I thought our performance out in Scotland was a real good all-round performance, especially first half, and the same against Crochets last weekend. I think our challenge for us is what we want, is we want to put an 80 minutes performance in in this week, and that will be our challenge as a squad, and hopefully we we'll deliver on that.
0: Of course, when it comes to finding out about the Barbarians, who better to ask than Wales' outside half, Eleanor Snowsell? Who played for the barbarians when they faced England for the first time in the summer, again in a double header with the men.
3: Yeah, it's an incredible experience. It's something really unique, you know, the Barbarians. You, you don't get that any other place. So the fact that we as Wales are playing against them is going to be awesome. I know the Barbarians girls. It'll probably be one of the best weeks of their rugby careers. So they're going to be on a massive high. They're going to bring a lot of real positive emotion into the game. But at the same time, they've got the challenges of you know just getting together for a couple of days and, and all that comes with that as well. So it's really exciting for us to play them because you know they're in an exciting stage of their career. But we're also in an exciting stage, you know looking to finish off a great autumn campaign on a high. So um, you've got two teams who are loving rugby at the minute and going out on the field and just going out to perform and giving a really good display of, of rugby.
0: That experience for the Barbarians at Twickenham against England. Everyone was saying the same sort of thing. What a big breakthrough for the women's game. Did it feel like that and does it now you've got a few months to look back on it, does it still feel like that?
3: Yeah, definitely. It was huge. You know, it was the first time that Barbarians as a team played alongside the men. It was the first time that they'd played in Twickenham, first time they played against England, so it was very historic. This is the same, you know, this is exactly the same, just just across the bridge. It's even more special for me because obviously it's in my home country. And you know, looking back over the summer. It was historic because now it's starting to become the norm. I think, I think it really pushed women's rugby forward in a way that maybe unions couldn't do. Barbarians came in, smashed every sort of preconception there was, put the women and the men together, You know, did functions together and all that, and all of a sudden now you see other unions starting to do it. You know, Today, for example, the Welsh Rugby Union have just released the squad announcement jointly. With both female and male players in in each position, and the women for me, on top, and the, and the women on top probably because we're playing first, you know. But for me, that's huge. But that it's such a small thing, but it shows how much strides are being taken by unions, because that's massive visibility for us to be put, you know, in in the same place as the men. So.
0: Yeah. Which camp do you prefer to be in this week? You've had the Barbarians experience, that was pretty special. Yeah. How different has it been part of the Wales camp? A bit more serious, I imagine.
3: Um, it's more serious in terms of you're not out drinking every night, <laughs> like, <laughs> like the pub as was at the start of the week. And, you know, you've obviously sort of... In Wales, everyone's out there, you're performing for your country, for your family and for your position. In Barbarians, it's a bit different. Um, you're sort of performing to impress the people that you've been playing against and with for years and you're also performing for sort of fun and for the family of it. So so it is different, but to be honest with you, like the, the strides that we've taken this autumn campaign, it's getting closer to how it did feel with the Barbarians and, and that's very hard for a national team to do, but we're getting there, you know, like... I'm enjoying training, I'm enjoying coming to it and I, you know, I, I love playing with my teammates and, and we've got that unity that sort of being part of Barbers automatically gives you. So, yeah, it's, it's different, but for this fixture, 100% Wales. You know, I'm, I'm a Welsh girl through and through. So Barbers are playing against Wales. It's Wales through and through. If Barbers have any future fixtures against other nations, you know, that's, I'm not ruling that out. So, yeah, mention yeah. that at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> At the other end of the experience scale is Gwen Crabb, who will be playing her first game at the Principality Stadium. So what's the build-up like for this game?
6: I'm really enjoying it. Um, she put it well earlier that we woke up this morning and felt like it was Christmas Eve. Like Going into camp, we've got a really big opportunity this weekend to really prove ourselves and to show to everyone on the biggest stage that we like we can perform. Um, and I think... Through all the hard work that we've put in over the past eight, nine weeks as a squad, we all back each other so much now um, and have so much trust in each other that we just can't wait to get on the pitch. It's just like a bubbling excitement that we've all got and we just can't wait to get out there and perform now.
0: What have these last eight, nine weeks, and particularly the last five weeks, five games in five weeks, what's that been like?
6: It has been tough. Obviously, we've got a balanced life and training, but I think we can all vouch for it and say that we have loved every single minute of it. The challenge has been uh, incredible, and it's something that we want more of in the future. Five games, five weeks is tough, um, especially when there's some girls getting a lot of minutes as well. But I think they've managed us really well. We've reviewed games every week, gone into the next week even more confident than the week before, and we've really built on our performances, and hopefully we can capitalise on that this weekend.
0: I'm seeing a lot of new caps out in Spain, and, and Spain won that one. Then really impressive wins away in Ireland and Scotland. Very good first half performance against the Crochets. I don't know the second half being reviewed in quite the same way. There must be that feeling of expanding the squad strength and development over these yeah, few 100%, weeks.
6: Yeah, hundred percent. Like going into this autumn's, it was said that we were going to develop strength and depth, and that everyone was going to get an opportunity to start and get a cap. That's the biggest thing now. Is that Going forward, not just this year and next year, but into the World Cup, where we want to have a a young squad that can compete, but also has, as a squad that we have a lot of caps and we are experienced. So through a lot of newer players getting caps this year and getting their opportunity to put their hand up for the jersey, it's it's allowed us to now put forward our our very strongest team going into the Barbars game so that everyone's had their chance to, to put their hands up and then going into this game, hopefully we can just smash it.
7: It's not
0: the first time Wales women have played in the stadium, but it maybe it's the first time it's felt quite so coordinated, quite such a part of the day. Is that what you all feel as well?
6: Yeah, 100%. I remember the last time we played in the stadium against Italy, I was injured, so I was in the sound watching. But 100%, like the atmosphere around the game wasn't quite the same as it is this week. It's paramount, really, that they released our squads on, on the same post and, and that they put it together. And I sort of feel like the the sense that we are like one team together and then we're equal really and that that's definitely been portrayed throughout the past um, sort of eight, nine weeks the, the opportunities that we've had and facilities that we've been given have just been and so yeah hopefully we can show that this weekend That
0: moment you run out and you're waiting for kick off and you're looking around in the stands how, how do you think that'll feel? What have what people told you?
6: It's just going to be quite emotional really. You've got everyone there and you're in front of a home crowd. For me singing the anthem every week is something emotional already so to be able to look out into into the crowd and your home crowd I feel like that's going to be quite emotional but I think for all the girls we're going to channel that emotion and just absolutely leave nothing on the pitch I think that's the biggest thing that as a squad and as the us that we've talked about throughout the campaign that we can all look each other in the eye at the end of the game and know that we've given everything and that we're playing for each other not just for ourselves and not just for our family but as a team and for each other
0: I don't know how to break this to you but a Barbarians (laughs) game people aren't really looking for the likes of you they want the ball spread wide they want the wings running down yeah but the forwards have got a job to do to make it work for everyone else, haven't
6: they? Yeah, 100%. I think looking back on this campaign, a big part of our game has been our set piece, and that's just progressed from week, week to week. And going into this game, obviously it's in the background of a game, you know, it's not really the most exciting of things, but that is definitely going to be a big foundation for our game to be built off of. So they say forwards win the game and the back decides by how much. Um, so, yeah, but the most important thing is it is a team effort, and without the forwards, the backs wouldn't be able to do a thing, without the backs, forwards would do thing.
0: You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. And of course after the women's match is the turn of the men, also against the Barbarians and a first game in charge for New Wales coach Wayne Pivak. He explained his thinking after announcing his first
1: team. Yeah, we're using this week as... um... Part of the preparation for the Six Nations. So for us, it's a bonus week, getting our hands on the players, putting some of the uh, foundations in for the way we want to play the game moving forward. So we're putting out a side that is, you know, as strong as it could possibly be, really. There are some players there uh, getting a great opportunity, I believe. People like Dylan Lewis, you know, gets another go at tight head. You've got Thomas Williams there getting a start. Hasn't had a lot of starts. Young Jared Evans back and Johnny McNichol on the wing. So there are a few guys, uh, Adam Beard and Jake Ball together, you're normally seeing Alan win in that second row, so it's building, continuing the uh, building of the depth which Warren's been doing uh, over the last few years.
7: You touched on that perhaps slight evolution of style, do those, the new starts, do they hint at perhaps that developing of, of your playing style?
1: Well, certainly if you look at young Jared Evans, you the know, strength of his game is, is his running game, he's got other parts of his game that he's working on. Johnny McNichol brings a lot of X-Factor. You know, he's got a high work rate, gets around the park, so it would be interesting to see how he goes uh, in this particular match. Yeah, we're looking at, uh, obviously, players that can fit into the style of game that we want to play moving forward. Just on Johnny McNichol, obviously,
7: as the he's getting a lot of the headlines, what of his chance in this team?
1: Yeah, well, hopefully he gets a bit of ball. You know, we've got the roof closed, so uh, we should have good conditions and uh, no excuse for us not to get uh, plenty of ball into those wide channels when we get the opportunity. So, you know, I like to think that he'll show everyone what he can do.
8: The
7: kind of legacy that Warren has left despite his pride of what he achieved here. He's clearly competitive, wants
1: to win. It's just a little side issue, isn't it? The the coaches coming against each other. We're going to be really focused on trying to get as much as we can out of the game, out of the week so that when we hit the ground uh, running week one of the Six Nations, we're sort of a a week in advance of where we would have been. All the introductions are out of the way, Um, we're starting to learn more about each other, and some of the stuff that the coaches in the various areas are putting in is is getting a warm reception, so so far so good. Look, obviously both uh, teams want to get a result. I think the nature of rugby players at the professional level is uh, put yourself up against an opponent each week and you want to knock them over, so uh, we'll be no different.
9: You're joining uh, the next chapter in Welsh rugby history. What are you most excited about, about Saturday and what's to
1: come? Yeah, I think it's getting the first one out of the way, really. There's a lot of firsts happening this first conference now. So getting your head around the role and making sure that, you know, you stay focused and are doing, I guess, the position proud and certainly following in behind Warren. Those are big footsteps to sort of walk in and, you know, we'll do the best we can.
9: Obviously that we pile short in the summer in terms of World Cup wins. The nation are expecting now in the next four years. What would be the thing that you, the best, that you say to them about
1: expectation? We're looking at the sides that finished ahead of us, the three sides, uh, South Africa, England and New Zealand, looking at what they have in common and what we have to do, the areas that we need to make up ground. And Behind the scenes we'll be doing that, working very, very hard. So we want a bit of an all-court game really. We want to be able to uh, win an arm wrestle and the boys have been very good at doing that now. They're a very hard team to beat, the, the current Welsh team. We want to uh, see if we can evolve the attack over the next few years and make sure that you know we can defend well but also strike and uh, when it's on, you know, put teams away. Wayne Warren knows a lot of these players inside out, how the systems work, etc. Have you had much chance to get some tricks up your sleeve this week this oh, week? Not so much tricks. It's, it's really um, how we want to go about the trainings, the sort of areas that we want to focus on. We've put a bit of time into the set piece earlier today and uh, we'll focus on that again this afternoon. Um, we want to make sure that we've got a strong base to work from, and as I said, it's it's the attack focus as well, and making sure that we're a heads-up side, and when it's on to play, we play, and whether that's in our own 22 or the opposition 22. Where are the priorities sat in terms of winning the game, performing, way? We want to have a, a good look at the scrum and see if we can make some improvements there. Our line-out efficiency and the speed of delivery, so that we can you know, win the race to the game line. It's, it's a pretty simple game plan, really, for most teams. You know, you want to win the race to the game line, get front foot ball, you know, get very quick ball from the first couple of phases so that we can um, you get some ground in those wider channels. And to do that, you've certainly got to win some collisions in the middle of the park. It just bit of captain, a couple of
8: other options, what made
1: you say that? Yeah, well, Ken's been captain at the Scarlet's for the last five years with me as a head coach, so I know Ken inside out. Probably a reflection on how many minutes Ken will play and, and Justin might play. And it's a great opportunity to see Justin's leadership. So, uh, again, it's it's back to learning as much as we can this week to take forward for the Six Nations.
4: Well, you've obviously had a, an attitude towards being in peripherally the uh, the setup
2: here. Now you're in charge of uh, Team Wales, what do you make of the facility here and what you've got to work.
1: Yeah, look, down below us in the sort of team area, it's fantastic the way it's set up. Just the fact that everybody's there together... Medical, strength and conditioning, coaches, all the players. You know, we eat together, have little meetings together. It's a great uh, environment to be just pulling players over, having having little chats, sitting down, going through clips from training and that sort of thing. And it just brings them together as a very tight group. Two and a half days so far. I've been very impressed. Food's been fantastic, probably too good. It's fantastic and the, the grounds we use, everything is, there's nothing to want for really. That's pretty much what you want. Yeah. You want a no-excuse environment, you know. So, you know, we're not blaming others. We're looking at our own performance and we, we can't blame preparation because it's all laid on for us. So, I found it very, very good. What's your record in first games with them? That's a good question. i if have to think back. First game with the Scarlets, we drew at home, 32-all with uh, Ulster. First game with Fiji, first test, I think we won 28-3 against Samoa. Auckland, first game, what did we do? Years ago, I think we put forty on Wellington. To be honest, at Eden Park, yeah, yeah. So no first games. I think everybody enjoys the first games. Usually the players are up for it. They want to impress the new management. So hopefully, I know where you're going with this. We get a win first up.
9: Women are playing before the men. Just in your view, as in new coach of Wales, how important is that? The Wales and men now go toward together in the future as as one nation and one team.
1: Well, I think, um, you know, women's rugby is here to stay and the women's team have just had some success recently. So to get into this environment for the ladies, I think, is fantastic. It's going to be uh, a great occasion, I think, two Barbar-style games and uh, a great opportunity for the, the ladies to showcase their skills. So, look, it's um, a sign of the times uh, and, and the way forward, I think.
0: Second row Jake Ball took a bit of a break after the World Cup, but
2: he's enjoying being back in the Wales camp. Great trip. Nice to be back and in, back into the flow of things though.
7: How's training been? It had a feel of kind of first day back at school when we saw the, the images of you all meeting up again.
2: Yeah, definitely. There's some new new faces floating around. Obviously, a, a massive freshness to it as well, which is which has been great.
7: Have you had a chance to recover physically as well? Because it was quite a, a, a taxing tournament, wasn't it, in Japan?
2: Yeah, it's, it's been great. I went went back to Perth after Japan. I caught up my some of my family out there, and you know, weather was 40 degrees, so that was always nice as well. And wasn't helped by when I got back to the house the heating wasn't working so that was a bit of a pain but uh, yeah just great to have a bit of time uh, get the body right and obviously onto to this Barbar's game now Heating sorted? Yeah heating sorted now
7: Yeah. From your personal point of view you had a really good tournament you managed to nail down that first team place I know Alan Wynn's being rested and managing his injury but good for you and Adam Beard to get that chance to start again
2: Yeah look it's, it's great You know, I just like I said obviously you spoke about injuries obviously before the World Cup I'm just enjoying playing you know, especially for Wales and it's a, a chance for me to put down a, a marker in that jersey again as well yeah Wayne Pivak's obviously someone you know
7: from your time at the Scarlets how has yeah. it been working with him uh, from a Wales perspective
2: yeah look it's, it's been great you know I think um, he's a really good man manager as well you know communicates very well and uh, look it's been been great to be working with him this week and um, hopefully going forward a familiar face coaching you and a familiar face coaching the opposition have you spoken to Warren Gatland at all no nothing nothing obviously um, you know it's all, all competition this week and yeah, look, it's, it's going to be a great, great occasion. But at the end of the day, it's still, uh, for us, we'll be treating it exactly the same as a test match and um, we'll be looking to get a win.
7: Yeah, is that how you approach this game? Because obviously games against the Barbarians, we think of wild running rugby. How do you as a team approach it?
2: Yeah, look, I think, you know, this week, obviously bringing in some new structures, new calls and stuff like that. Be looking to play how you want to play. You know, it's just an exciting opportunity. Obviously, um, a couple of boys in there getting, a, getting an opportunity to wear that Welsh shirt as well. So it be a great occasion. Give some examples of how this week's been different. You know, obviously, everyone does things slightly different. Obviously, this coaching group have, have probably gone about things slightly different to the last one. You know, they, they're trying to put their stamp on things. You know, it's, 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 it's been nice just to have a bit of a freshman. When I say different, probably we've done a few more walkthroughs than normal, probably, obviously, trying to get some structures in. Just maybe the way the meetings have been led as well. You know, just small little things. But um, like I said, that's this coaching group's uh, way of going about things.
0: Back rower Aaron Wainwright is another, enjoying being back.
8: Yeah, a couple of weeks off, just to let the mind and body recover. But yeah, as Jake said, it's good to be back and, um, in with the boys again, so yeah, it's nice. Does the squad
7: feel like it's changed much since Warren Gatland left and Wayne Pivot has come in? What's it like from
8: a player's perspective? It's definitely a different, different vibe, obviously a bit more fresh, um, a couple of new faces, and obviously new coaching staff, obviously with different people coming in, different vibes, different ways of going about things. Well, that's probably the only thing that's changed.
7: It's not so long ago we, we thought of you as one of the new faces. Is it a bit odd to be somewhat more senior than some of the new faces in
8: now? Yeah, I, I guess so. Um, saying, saying the new boys coming in, the younger ones. But no, it's nice to see, especially a couple of the boys from the Dragons getting the call-up as well. That was nice. But yeah, just having them in camp's been good.
7: Yeah, having Ollie Griffiths next to you. What, what of his opportunity? Your a player obviously knows what he can bring.
8: Yeah, we've seen what he can do for the Dragons. or um, some powerful player. Um, hopefully he gets a chance to show that on the, on Saturday.
7: We heard Wayne mention about wanting to develop the style, perhaps be a little more expansive in in some places. You as a player, a dynamic back row, is it something that
8: excites you? Definitely, yeah, something I think that's what they're looking to bring. So we've had a look at things this week, possibly that's we've looked to change a couple of things. But but yeah, that's what our walkthroughs and details have, have been about. But if that's sort of the style they want to bring, then I'm very happy to be a part of that.
9: Aaron, I visited your school whilst you were in Japan and yeah. you created such a buzz and genuinely you have so many girls and boys looking up to you. Do you realise the power of being that role model, especially with your old school and doing the stag? You know, <laughs> when They were going bonkers for you. Yeah. Do you. Do you understand the power you have?
8: I've spoken spoke to a lot of them since I've been back. I'm going back to school on the third so I'm going back and I think they're going awards night there so I'm going to go and see them all. And um, do a bit of a a presentation for them there. But, yeah, I've had loads of messages from them since I've been back. Um, And, like, all throughout the tournament the school support me massively, and, obviously, my local club, White Dads. But, yeah, the support was massive. And, obviously, since being back, just actually being able to speak to people face-to-face has been real nice.
9: Really important questions, almost December, will that moustache go?
8: Uh, I'm not too sure, Um, we've got a lot of people to ask, but I'm going to have to weigh it up and see whether it's worth keeping. It's been
9: lucky so far. I know,
8: I know, yeah, that might be one of the uh, reasons for me keeping it. (laughs) Often said that Jacqueline is one thing you'd like to add to your game. Mm-hmm. Sam Warburton being and what's that like? Yeah, that's obviously gonna help me massively um, in my personal development. As you just said, Jacqueline's something I'm looking to work on and, and help strengthen my game. So anything I can take away from what Sam brings will be brilliant and obviously be looking to do some drills and stuff with him to improve improve my jackal area. He did come in and the Six Nations or prior to the World Cup just to do a little bit with me around the Jackal area um, and just pinpoint a few things and try and help the a better. So that's it for this week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Plenty of reaction next
0: week, but until then, goodbye.